0: Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice, and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Um I say this week I haven't actually recorded a solo podcast for a little while. Um and it's quite nice to be here. Um well I say it's quite nice to be here. It's 10 to 1 on a Thursday afternoon. It's let me see now 34 degrees outside and I am sitting in my car in my warehouse, which as you know, is more like a giant greenhouse. So while I am excited to be here talking to you, I'm also very hot. And it's probably just as well you can't see me because my hair is kind of stuck to my face. I'm a bit sweaty. But hopefully that won't come across in my voice. So how are you? Um, I hope that you're all doing very well. Uh, I just want to do a little quick catch up and update before we dive into this week's episode. And the title of the episode is the easy first step to sobriety that you probably haven't thought about. And that's one of the reasons why I'm excited to be here, despite the heat. Because it's been a while, as I said, since I have done a sober, a solo, let me get my words out a solo sober podcast for you. So just on that note, uh, there have been podcasts going out over the past couple of weeks and it's been really lovely talking to some wonderful, inspirational women and sharing our conversation with you. If you've heard the past few episodes, you'll know that I've talked to Izzy from My Bubbly Pop all about her love of alcohol-free fizz, alcohol-free pop, basically. Um, I also chatted to Alex from the Mindful Life Practice, all about her journey, yoga in particular, and sobriety. And most recently, I had a wonderful chat with Dawn, who is one of our members of the Transform Support Membership Group. She's a very special lady, full of so much joy and fun. And it was a really great conversation. So if you've not listened to that yet, I highly recommend that you do. There's so much goodness in that episode. There really is. And let me know if you want to hear from more of our members. I haven't asked them yet, but I'm sure there are a few who would love To have a conversation with me and share their own experiences so if you'd like that then do let me know and I will ask the question. Um, So what else have I been doing? Well as you know it's hot here all of my newsletters I have a little grump about the heat but you know I do live in the south of Spain and it's August so what else can I expect I suppose Um, but being British you know I do like to whinge about the weather um i've been out and about not as much as previous months again because it's just so hot and dry and dusty and also august here in spain is just one big long party which i can probably talk about in another episode actually um spain is huge on fiestas and ferias and while they're good fun at the moment, especially with COVID, there's just so many people, too many people, really. So I'm quite happy taking a step back at the moment. Saying that, on Sunday, we went out to somewhere not far from where we live. We went to... um I don't know what you would call it, like a bird sanctuary, a rescue centre for for birds and animals. There were, of course, lots of lovely owls, which we got to hold and stroke, which was such an amazing experience. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, I put a couple of photos on there. They were just the most lovely, lovely creatures, and it was a real gift to get that close to them. There were meerkats, which Nico really, really loved. And we heard the kookaburras. They told us that they were going to sing, but actually they just laughed. It was so funny. And obviously their laugh makes us laugh. It was a brilliant, brilliant sound. Lots of cats, lots of ducks and dogs. And there was a, um, a bird of prey, some kind of hawk. but I can't remember the name of it. So I'll have to check. And he was really impressive as well so a really really good day and it stays like that that makes me so grateful to be sober because i wouldn't have been there had i been drinking the night before um and yet you know it was a great experience for for the whole family really so my advice i suppose is if there's something that you've always wanted to do then why not think about how you might be able to do it and take that step, take a leap and do the thing that you've been putting off. And we will go more into this in the podcast. So as I said, um, that's you know a reason why I'm excited to be talking to you here today because of the title of the episode, The Easy First Step to Sobriety. Um, and that does you know, kind of encapsulate how this journey can be for you, which is why I'm excited to share in the podcast today because often, you know, um, the thought of sobriety, the thought of not drinking feels anything but easy. But easy sobriety, you know, specifically what I'm going to talk to you about today is something that you can have it's something that you can achieve and you know the easy first step to sobriety feels empowering and uplifting in itself you know if you just think okay easy sobriety what's that all about how can that apply to me excuse me I've got really bad hate fever as well um so the whole point of today's episode is to give you something that feels easy, that feels good, something that you can take away today and something that will help you start to feel good straight away. Um, because that's a thing, isn't it? There's so much shame, stigma, guilt, regret, fear around the topic of sobriety or taking a break from alcohol especially where women are concerned. And that that brings me on to uh, a very important point and something that everyone faces at one time or another. And one of our absolutely lovely newest members who joined just a couple of weeks ago, um, she joined after talking to me actually about the nerves and the fear around socialising sober And that's the thing, Um, the thought of going out and not drinking fills us with so much dread and fear, no matter how committed we are to the journey. And this lovely lady that I spoke to is completely committed to this way of life. It's aligned with her, you know, it's aligned with her deep beliefs and values. And yet she was scared of going out with her regular crowd because of the fear of judgment, um, because of the fear about what they would think of her and how they would treat her. And as it happens, she did go out and she did meet her friends and it was difficult. I have to say, you know, I can't lie, it was difficult and weird. And she did sense kind of a strange, weird vibe around the people who she was with. And someone was even mean to her um, which can happen Um, but what she got out of it you know what got her through was the support the support from us in the membership the support from me directly and she shared her worries you know she got some great advice from the other people in the group and she stood up for herself and what she believed in And after having gone through that experience, she's now so much stronger and more resilient and actually even more committed to her journey. She's got so much more confidence and belief in herself and love for herself. And all of that came from sharing her fears, sharing her doubts, getting advice, reaching out and then doing the thing. You know, it is an inside job. This is something that while, you know, you don't have to do by yourself, you yourself do have to actually do the work and take the steps. But it's so much easier when you've got the support. That's the key. That's what makes it easier. And that's what I want you to understand today. And yes, it feels scary You know, so often it's this shame we feel and fear we feel, even just thinking about taking that first step, even just thinking about what I should do, even just thinking about uh, reaching out or asking for help. It's so big sometimes and it can be painful and scary and it can actually prevent us from doing the thing that we want most in the world and it even stops us from asking for support and guidance whatever that might look like for you Um, but when you do ask for help, when you do reach out and share your fears, your worries your doubts It's surprising just how wonderful you feel, even though you might not have anything in place, even though you might not have a plan or you know what to do next. Just sharing what's in your heart, what's in your head is so empowering and so uplifting. Now, I don't want you to um, misunderstand me. I don't want you to misunderstand the title when I say easy Sobriety. Sobriety is honestly it's liberating and lifting. It's so nourishing, self-loving, confidence building, and it's a true return to who you really are. It's warm, it's expansive, it's being truly present, it's it's connection, it's freeing and empowering and liberating and a whole lot more. But that's not to say that there won't be challenges along the way. Uh, You will feel things, all the things, if I'm honest. And that can be both wonderful and painful at the same time. You will uncover a lot of stuff that you've been numbing out with alcohol. You will see things. You will see people and situations in a different way which may or may not be difficult. You will learn a lot about yourself and achieve things you never thought you could. That's one of the amazing things about this journey. Um, you know, the parts of yourself and your life that you used to numb out from or, or try to escape from, they will bubble up and they will need to be dealt with. And that is not always easy. So please don't misunderstand me. I don't want you to think that when I say the word easy, when I talk about easy sobriety, I don't want you to think that when you stop drinking, everything is just all sunshine and roses and you live happily ever after. Nothing bad will happen and you won't have to deal with difficult people or situations because unfortunately, that is simply not true. Life is life after all, and actually, we're supposed to feel all the feelings. Sometimes, you know, we label feelings as bad, you know, for example, fear, shame, sadness, anger, guilt. We label those things as bad, and while, of course, they make you feel uncomfortable you are feeling these feelings for a reason so don't make it wrong that you're having these feelings but do take the time to investigate them and deal with them and it's important that you kind of learn how to do this straight away because just the thought of as I said earlier, stopping drinking, taking a break, asking somebody to support you through this can feel really, really scary. But that doesn't mean you have to let it stop you from doing the thing that you want to do. You know, it is scary to have these thoughts, but like most challenges... um. You know, most challenges feel scary. Anything new that you think about feels scary. And that is actually totally normal. But those fears shouldn't stop you from trying, you know, at least trying. If we allowed fear to get in the way, if we allowed fear to run the show, if you like, then we wouldn't do anything. You know, think about it. If there's anything that you've ever done... That you felt scared about or nervous about before you started, but you did it anyway. Imagine being without that thing. For me, it was driving, for example. You know, I'm not a very confident driver. I don't really like it. I didn't want to learn. I was absolutely terrified. But I did it and I can drive, which brings a whole other set of, you know, freedom and independence and and all of that. But yet, at the time, if I'd listened to my fears, of which there were many, I wouldn't have done it. And I wouldn't be able to do some of the things that I do now if I hadn't learnt to drive. I'm sure you can find your own examples of that, where you were afraid, you were scared, you were nervous about doing something... But you pushed through and you did it anyway. And how your life has changed because of that. Um, So getting back to sobriety, taking a break from alcohol. How can you get past those fears and take the step that you've always wanted to take? Well, first of all, I would say look for evidence. And I touched on it briefly there. Look for evidence of... Something that you've been scared to do in the past, but you did it anyway. Use that experience. What did you do to help you get through that moment? What did you do to help you push through the fear and go on to do the thing that you wanted to do? Um, And I suppose this comes to the, the easy part of sobriety. You know, you've done it before with other things, and you can't absolutely do it right now. It's a lot about self-belief and trust. And if you believe in yourself, if you trust yourself, if you have faith in yourself and have faith that maybe the support that you need will come to you when you need it, you just have to let go and take that first step knowing that the thing that you need will find you and that is the thing that you can do right now the thing that you can do today immediately after this podcast if you want and notice just how much better you will feel and it doesn't matter where you are on your on your journey to sobriety or living alcohol free or taking a break it doesn't matter where you are on your journey and it doesn't matter which particular part or aspect of the journey you're struggling with you know what I'm going to share with you today will apply to everyone it really will um so don't listen to that part of your brain that's telling you I don't know, maybe now's not the right time. Or it's telling you, I'll wait until I feel more ready or more confident. I'll wait until I've cut down a bit before I, I do it properly or before I reach out for help. Don't listen to that part of the brain that says things like, well, you know, I'm five days in or six weeks or three months already. I'm fine. I don't need anything else. When deep down, you are yearning for that little bit extra, uh, that little extra something that you might not even know what it is yet. But that's what I'm going to help you with today. So what is the easy first step then? Or what is the easy next step for you? Because, you know, people who listen to this podcast are all, all on different um stages of the journey. You might be just thinking about changing your relationship with alcohol. You might already be doing it. You might be a bit further down the line. You might just be beginning or it might just be a thought, a feeling. Or you might be at that point where you need something but you don't quite know what it is and that feels hard and and challenging. And maybe you're struggling with that because you don't know where to go next. So this is what I want you to do then. I want you to get really clear on what it is that you're struggling with. So it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how small it might seem, how big it might seem. It doesn't matter... If it seems silly or trivial or insignificant, you know, if it matters to you, then it matters. It's important. So don't look around um, at other people. Don't look at how much other people are drinking or not drinking. Don't compare yourself to people who you might know on this journey or your family or your friends, you know. And don't even take at face value what you think you know I spoke to someone quite recently actually who had no idea that the kind of support that I offer and you know other people offer similar kind of support to me memberships coaching group coaching all of that and she didn't know that this kind of support even existed especially online she was still in the kind of mindset that, you know, you have to go to AA or the doctor or rehab or an inpatient centre. You know, she thought that you had to wait until it was really bad before anyone would actually help you. So whatever your current thoughts about this journey might be, you know, hopefully you're not thinking that way because you're listening this podcast, um, but you know, you don't have to wait, um, and you don't have to go the traditional route if you don't want to. There is so much help and support out there, so I would encourage you just to be open minded about this whole journey. You know, some people have got sober by going to yoga, other people have got sober by writing. Other people have got sober by uh, running or weightlifting or knitting or joining a local group, joining an online group, joining a membership. And yeah, you know, people still do go to the doctors, go to AA, all of that. But don't be restricted to by, you know, what you think you know. I would encourage you to think about what you actually want and need. So this is where the easy step um, comes in. I lost my train of thought, but there we go. Um, So yeah, you know that there is a better way. You know that there is a way for you, even though you might not actually know what it is yet. But you're absolutely right. You know, there is a better way. There is a more empowering way, uh, a more uplifting and loving way to approach this whole journey and i just wonder if you are going to allow yourself to experience it and actually let yourself do something about it because that's the thing isn't it we we know that drinking is getting in the way it's keeping us stuck or it's keeping us feeling miserable or maybe you are already on this journey. Maybe you are already doing it. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're white-knuckling through cravings. Or maybe you are, you know, trying to do it by yourself. And perhaps because this is the way you've always done it, maybe you think that this is just how it has to be. Um, You'd be surprised, actually, at how many messages I get... From women who are actually already living alcohol-free. My dog's barking, so I hope it's not too distracting. Um, So, yeah, women who are actually already living alcohol-free. Some messages I receive from women are, you know, a few weeks down the line, months, and even I've had messages from people who have years under their belt, but they're still struggling alone so many of the issues that they are facing are exactly the same as the things that you might be struggling with or worrying about um, and that's you know really when I say this I really do mean it you're not alone you absolutely are not alone there is no reason to be alone and never think that you have to do this alone. It doesn't make you any less of a person if you ask for help. In fact, it makes you a wiser, stronger, braver and more self-loving person. So back then to the easy first or the easy next step. Get all of those fears that I talked about You know, the big ones, the small ones, the silly ones, the trivial ones, um, the ones that you only whisper to yourself in the dark. Get all of those out. The doubts, the worries, the anxieties, the thoughts, the negative chatter, the old beliefs. Whatever it is, get it out. No matter how silly they sound or how bad they might make you feel, um, You know, anything that crops up, anything at all from kind of, I don't know, I'm going on holiday next week. I can't stop now. Or I'm already two months into this journey. <clears throat> Why do I need help? Or what about Christmas? What will my mum say? What will my sister, best friend, shopkeeper, man down the road, what will they say? thoughts about you know gosh I'm too old for this it's too late even to thoughts like well I only drink a couple of glasses of wine a night um, so why should I do this um, and even those thoughts that sound like I'm scared that it might actually work I'm scared of who I might become I'm scared of living alcohol free because I don't know what that looks like So any thought, feeling, idea, emotion that pops up when you think about the next step, the first step, get it out. Get it all out on paper and I would say pen and paper is the best way to do this because you can connect much more fully to yourself if you allow the thoughts to flow through your body and onto paper. And if it feels comfortable, great, and you're happy, then move on to the next step, which I'll share with you in a moment. But if it makes you feel uncomfortable, if it makes you feel panicky or scared, then I would say step away for a little bit. You know, go and make a cup of tea, go for a walk, and then come back to it when you feel ready. Because I'd like you to look at, what you've written down I'd like you to sit with it and I'd like you to notice how it makes you feel and then when you're a bit more comfortable with your words I would like you to ask yourself so what can I do about this now what help do I need to support me with this where can I go for guidance where can I go for A bit of reassurance, a bit of love. Who can I turn to? Who can I ask? What can I do? Because, you know, it's one thing getting all of those fears, doubts, niggles, anxieties, worries out on paper. But it's what you do with them that counts. So this is probably the important next step that I want you to think about. And I promise you, you know, if you look at your list and you think, well, what can I do? What can I do? I promise you there are loads of things that you can do. And if you don't know what they are, then that is your first clue. Find people who are doing what you are. Find people who share the same struggles and dreams because they are out there you know, either down the road from you or virtually on the other side of the world. They might be in a book. So pick up a book, you know, do some research, listen to podcasts, because there are people out there who are either going through what you're going through or they've done it and they're coming out the other side. So there's a huge amount of inspiration to be drawn from, Reading, you know, books, blogs, articles, listening to podcasts, um, watching videos. You know, it doesn't matter who or where, but what matters is that you do make the effort. It matters that you do reach out and make a connection, you know, send the email, join a group, and the thing that you might be worried about might not even be directly related to stopping drinking, especially if you are already a few months down the line. You know, your next step might be to find people who are in your position. You might just want to talk to other sober people who are on the journey. You might want to join a boot club or you might want to catch up with a friend over breakfast. You might be thinking that I really want to join a yoga class or start a new hobby or go on a hike or go sea swimming, start knitting. You know, whatever you want to do, whatever kind of inspiration or ideas come from the question, where do I go? What do I do next? Then that is your next step. And it doesn't matter, as they say, what you do. As long as you do it. So yeah, send the email. Book a call. You know, if you want to book a call with me and have a chat about your next steps, then there's a link in the show notes. And I'd love to talk to you. Because it's this. It's this step. This piece of action that will have you feeling amazing and wonderful. And immediately, this is the easy first step. Or the easy next step. Send the email. Book a call. Phone a friend. (laughs) Reach out. You know, you don't have to commit to anything straight away. You know, you don't have to commit to, I don't know, running a book club of your own. You don't have to commit to six months of yoga teacher training. You know, you just have to take that teeny tiny step. And do the thing that you've been putting off doing for so long. And I promise you, you will feel amazing and wonderful immediately. Just knowing that there is someone there who is going to guide and support you or be with you in whatever capacity you're looking for is the best feeling in the world. You know, from my own personal experience, I remember not so long ago, maybe March, April, um, I signed up to work with a coach of my own, and I'd never really worked with a coach in the same capacity that I am working with one now, and I was absolutely terrified of so many things, but We had a really good chat and I decided that I was going to take that step and then immediately I just felt so relieved, just so happy that someone, even though we hadn't started working together yet, someone was going to be there and help me with the thing that I needed most help with in that moment. And of course, it's so scary investing in yourself in this way, you know, not just necessarily time, but also commitment and and money and and effort and believing that you actually deserve this support, because that's the thing that can hold us back. You know, who am I to be working with this person? Why should I be in this group? You know, I should be able to do it by myself. And, you know, so many people feel that way. They think there's a medal to be had. But I've not received that medal yet. And I promise there is nothing really to be gained by struggling alone. And it does feel so amazing when you find that person, that group, that activity that is going to help you move on to the next level or to take the first step. Um, So as well as from my own experience, it's something that I hear all the time. You know, I speak to people regularly about their journey, about their worries, about their doubts. And one of my current one-to-one clients, actually, she told me that, After our very first conversation, she felt like a huge burden had been lifted from her shoulders. You know, we had the most wonderful chat before she actually asked if we could work together. Um, Yeah, it was an emotional talk and there were tears. Of course, there might be tears and fears. But at the end of it all, at the end of the chat... She said she felt relieved. She said she felt lighter and happier and at peace because she knew the support was coming. You know, we hadn't even officially started working together, but she felt so much better because she knew it was there. You know what it's like when you book something or you plan something and you feel excited because you know it's coming It's the same with support or guidance or joining a community. It is, you know, just so good to know that it's on its way. It's so good to know that you've got that coming, that you've got that to look forward to. Another one of my clients wrote to me and she said, you know, I'm going to sleep better tonight because I know that I'll be talking to you tomorrow. And sometimes during a conversation, I visibly see people, you know, relax. I can see them sitting up a bit straighter or breathing a bit deeper or relaxing or sighing, you know. You can see the relief, the hope, the possibility on their face and you can just tell that they feel better because it does make you feel better. So even though you might not yet know exactly what it is that you need to do, go back to what I talked about earlier on, the fears, the worries, the doubts, the thoughts, the feelings, get them all out on paper and then from that place You can ask yourself, what do I need to help me through this? And then take the step. That is the easy next step for you. No matter how scary it seems, as I said, you don't have to commit to anything. You just have to reach out and do the thing that it is you want to do. So even if, you know, you might not yet have joined a group Um, or been to a meeting or or spoken to a doctor, therapist, counsellor. You might not yet have actually reached out to a friend or researched what yoga classes there are in your town or found a local book club or a hiking club or, you know, you might not yet have done that. Well, obviously you won't because you're still listening to this. But when you do even before you go to your first class or session or read your first book or whatever it might be, just knowing that the support is in place and it's coming will make you feel, you know, how I felt when I started working with my coach, how my one-to-one clients feel, how the members feel. You know, often when I get a new member join or us... I get a message saying, I'm so excited. I just can't wait for the first meeting and they haven't even been to a session yet, but already they feel so happy and delighted and excited. And that is what I want you to experience today, right now. So go away and do that. Go away and think about what it is that you actually want and take that first tiny step. And I promise you, you will feel happy. You will feel relieved and lighter and brighter. And absolutely, you will feel more supported just knowing that the support is on its way. So go ahead now. Think about what it is that you need. Think about what it is that you want. And reach out. Do the thing. Take the step and ask. It's nothing to be lost by asking. You know, it costs nothing to ask or send an email or write a message. But you gain so much by doing so. So it is a small step. And actually the act of taking that step is pretty easy. But it's also the most empowering and uplifting step that you can take. So do let me know how you get on with this. I'd love to know how it's helped you, changed you, empowered you in the moment. And if your next step is to book a call with me, then do that. I can't wait to talk to you. So let me know how you get on, and I really hope that you've gained a lot from this podcast episode today. If you did, don't forget to share it and subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and don't forget you can always come and join our Blissfully Sober Facebook group, or the membership as well, if that's what you think you need right now, then come and join us. I'm going to go now because I can literally feel the sweat dripping off the end of my nose. It is so hot in here. Um, But I'm thinking of you. I love you all so much. I'm wishing you a wonderful, wonderful day. And hopefully I will speak to you personally very, very soon. So thanks for listening and I will see you next time. Bye for now.